Welcome to In The Flow with your hosts, Amy and Layla, where we dive into all things intuition, spirituality, and the behind the scenes of two intuitive channels. Yeah, so I was just, I don't know, I was just feeling like in the flow. And so I was like, this is perfect. Maybe we can jump on and really just flow with some some stuff that we are feeling or feeling like coming through at this moment. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I'm happy you messaged me because I had a really interesting night. I think we both were speaking how it was hard with sleep over this week and I was up all night and then our air conditioner upstairs went out. So I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go to sleep. I have no idea when the repair guy's coming. They just show up. (laughs) So I was getting like interrupted sleep because I was having a a hard time even sleeping in the morning a little bit. Cause I was like, when are they going to get here? All of that. So I took an afternoon nap and it was a long one. (laughs) Oh, well, hopefully you feel good and rested. Yeah. No, yesterday, um, Oh no. What was I going to say? I was going to say, it's been super hot here too. It's like 90, it's going to be like 97 tomorrow's like 93, but our AC in our house just does not work that well. And so sleep has just, and, but there's something bizarre going on this week. I swear there is something shifting. Something's moving. I'm like, I'm not like sleeping at all Mm -hmm. throughout the night. And it's not like this restless, like throwing my body around. It's like, I just can't, I can't go to sleep, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel you. There's, um, two things that came to mind. One was, you know, the lion gate, um, energy started yesterday and I'm feeling like maybe we're sensing it. We feel things like I'm feeling there's something there. And then before we got on, I felt the energy, like a message come in and it was a very similar vibration to when I went through, they're saying like the dark night of the soul. I want to call it, it felt to me like a death and a rebirth and yeah. yeah, And I kept hearing like death and rebirth. Like there's a lot of dying and rebirthing, you know, in our energy and in our systems. And when that happened last time, it was a lot of past life stuff clearing that I consciously wasn't aware of it really like yes. all the details until I tuned in, but, um, yeah, so there's something going on. I'm feeling it too. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely that I can understand the death and rebirth. And last year for me, it was a lot of past lives. I feel like that's when we held that live and we kind of discussed past lives and like what was happening. And I felt like I was having all these visions of different lives and that was really like intense, but it feels like this, like this feels like I'm clearing stuff that I've inherited. Most definitely this feels ancestral. This feels like lineage. This feels like releasing and kind of stepping into like this next version of myself, which I'm hearing a lot of people speaking about too. And the difficulty and the grief that comes with it, because it's, it's like, I feel my emotions like right on the, like on my skin right there. And whenever that's happening, it's like, there's, there's something that's wanting to come out from deep inside. And it's more than just me. It's like, it's, it's, 
It's my mother's lineage. It's my father's lineage. It's the world. It's the earth. It's, it's like releasing this. It's almost like this belief of like worthiness is really coming up for me. And I don't know if you can resonate with that, but I've heard it with other people is this sense of like fighting. And what are you, are we doing what we're doing? Because we're, we're hoping to prove to ourselves that we're worthy enough. And it's like, it's like grieving that aspect. And I'm literally seeing like this image of like that snake skin coming off like that death and re- like that releasing, but then it's often we're like crying because our skin is new and it feels like it's love and sadness for the, for the release. And I, it's like just very tender right now. Yes. I was just going to say raw. Like I remember I had an experience and I just felt so raw for a few weeks. Yeah. Tender, like super sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, I think you like tuned right into it because I was like, it reminded me of all the past life stuff, but it's not like, it's, I think yeah. it is the ancestral. Um, and for me, like I go, yeah, I'm feeling it. Like they're showing me visions and of uh, moments of different ages that I was at in this life, but I'm feeling the emotion and the energy around that scene that I'm seeing. And yes. so, yeah, it, it's this life it's, and it, it, oh my gosh, it is. It's like, it's sad, but we know it's, it's going to be so beautiful. I think it's just that process. It's the death and the rebirth and the, the grief that can come with it and not quite understanding like why do we feel this way I don't know but it's part of life I guess so yes 100 percent. yeah it definitely um I would be surprised if other people because I'm feeling it for the collective as mm-hmm. well it's like this you know can we go to our different parts of our lives where maybe you know where we felt sad or felt, you know, like trapped in a way or felt this, like this new identity was born at different stages of our life. I'm seeing myself as a teenager and then like my younger self, like six or seven, and I'm seeing 25 year old Layla and I'm just seeing them like all like in a row, but like in a, around me semicircle. And she's like going up and hugging and loving each one of them. And knowing that when we heal those parts of ourselves, like when we can give love to our angry teenager and the 25 year old who's scared and doesn't know if they're a good parent. And like the seven-year-old who's confused, like we can love those parts of ourselves, but it's so tender. It is so tender because we're still holding and releasing the pain, but it's like, I feel like I'm the mother loving those parts of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that that's coming up for other people. Um, yeah. Right now. Yeah. yeah. It's so big. It's so big. And I feel like everyone's kind of taking this like collective little pause. Like we're all kind of like going in and like figuring out what do we actually really want? Who, who are we? What, who, who are, what is our truth in our reality in the present moment? Cause that can change here in five days, five years, five minutes, but who am I right now? And it's like, how can I love this, this person right now in this current reality? What is that truth to me? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm feeling so much of it. And then I'm having a little bit of my own experience because I went through a lot of the grief. Um, and then it turns into (laughs) me being feisty, like, (laughs) so like, that's the next step. It's like, okay, I still feel it. And like, as you're speaking, it's hitting, you know, I'm feeling it in my gut and feeling it in my chest and 
there's like so much reverence for this. It's very sacred experience is really how I'm feeling it. And um, what I'm noticing is that it's like, okay, but then there's that other part of me that's risen from that. And when you said about, I feel like you said something regarding a ceiling or being held down or held back. Mm. Um, yeah. And that was some of the stuff I had cleared energetically from this and other lives recently. And that's where the like energy is coming through now where I'm like, no, one's going to hold me back. Like I'm going to speak my truth. I'm going to get out there and be me, you know? Um, so it's, it's, I, and the thing is I'm still in it. It's like, I'm processing one part and I'm processing the other part at the same time as I'm feeling like you're noticing the collective is going through it as well. <laughs> yeah. It's a very interesting moment of time. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because when I feel this feeling of like, okay, we're going to, I'm going to speak up, but we're going to, you know, you know, when we're trying to be in that like emboldened state, like I'm going to speak my truth. I think what happens and I, and I don't know if you've experienced this as well, but this like, hmm, hmm, I think I kind of lost it. What I was going to say, it's almost like there's still, it's like, how do I, how do I show up and be purely authentic to the truth of who I am in this very moment and still go up, show up and speak without feeling like I'm trying to convince anyone of anything. Do you experience that? Like, yes, yes, yes. And I went through those phases. I remember it. And then I get upset with myself and I'm like, yeah. Amy, it's not about them. Stop it. Like, it's about you. So yeah. then it comes from a different, like burning within my heart. And it almost feels like, you know, it is, it's like, I'm doing this for me. So I can be felt, I can be seen, I can be respected and heard even with it's, if it's within my own self, you know what I'm saying? Like yes. whatever it might be. And, um, they're saying maybe it's not even the right audience that wants to hear. It doesn't matter. Like if, if I'm talking about something and people don't want to hear it, I'm thinking of like family and friends, things in the role, like regular life that I need to say, then I'm just going to pivot. And that's when it's my cue that we're not in the same frequency, but I don't have to sit there and pretend to be somebody else or hold back to make other people comfortable. Um, I'm doing it for myself. Like, I really feel like I need to share this because it's a truth. And sometimes these truths come from so far back or so deep within that it's a part of our soul energy. It's like, I don't know why I feel so strongly about this, but let's say if I could pull back the veil, I would see, oh girl, you had 50 lives <laughs> where this exact theme came through, you know, you've lived it. Um, so yeah, then it, it becomes like, okay, who are we showing up for? Right. You know, and I think we have to show up for us first of all. And we really can't be there in the best capacity in any area of life if we don't show up for ourselves first. Um, yeah. So yeah, I feel like you're really, oh my gosh, it's just like it's all unfolding here and processing it. And you know, it's interesting because I think we 
will always go through stages like that. I think anytime you do any kind of like shift or up leveling or doing something different or new, it like brings back that like core kind of, you know, when I spoke about Mm -hmm. this recently on uh, my IG story is like that core wounding of there's, it's like you can heal it. And then when you do something new again, or something brave, and you put yourself out there, because you really feel called and drawn. And that's the thing, like our soul wants to do something, we feel drawn, like, I need to share this, I, I know other people need other people need this because it was so impactful for me. And so anytime I feel like that happens, there's a new layer where I can always feel that undercurrent of, Ooh, what if like, Ooh, like that questioning of that kind of core wound. And so for me, it's always been like the worthiness factor of kind of, of what comes up. And so it really makes me, which is good because it makes me question everything too. But if it's questioning to a healthy extent, right. Not like, yeah, questioning of the self to stop myself, but always to reorient myself back to what is my truth? Why am I doing this? Is it, is it from a sense of, I need somebody to validate me or is it because I really want to be of service and this is the gift. And so I feel like whenever we're doing something new, we have to have a practice where we constantly reorient ourselves back to like Mm -hmm. our heart back to our truth until that discomfort kind of wanes away. And, you know, that might take like 21 days. That might take, you know, I don't know how long it takes, but it's like that newness. We have to like constantly have this little practice of going back to ourselves. And like, I have to really be careful of um, making, we'll be aware and be on top of taking care of myself during this time. And so I think what we do sometimes when we want to do something new is we either white knuckle it and like try to not think about our feelings and emotions because those are getting in the way and or we get lost in them and say, this isn't for me. This is too much. What am I doing? And then we don't ever do the thing. And so I see that happen a lot with, you know, when we go into Akashic Record readings or the soul readings and, you know, I'm sure you've had this in, you know, your 20 plus years of doing this work, but my heart just opens up for people when they're asking questions that I know are themes for their life and they're wanting to make things different. They want life to be different. They desire a healthy relationship or a sense of self-love or, you know, um, this ability to be seen and it's like they can't move past it. They can't get to that point and they feel as though it's not meant for them or they're not the lucky one or they're cursed or whatever. And I can so resonate with that because when we're doing something new, that that initial excitement wears off and then you have, it's like, okay, what's driving you? And we have to constantly remember that if it's being driven from our soul or from our heart, that's where we have to go back into this wellspring every single day, multiple times a day to get nourishment until you can really like walk on your own. Because if not, it's going to be, it's going to feel overwhelming or you're going to feel like you're lying to yourself or you're going to feel like you're not going to be able to really maintain it. And so when we go into session and their guides are like, it's always going back. It always directs it back to them. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, we need to, do this more. We need to be more creative. We need to paint. We need to dance. And it's like, that's not what people want to hear, but that's actually so (laughs) the medicine that we need to actually get back to the truth of 
who we are and what we're trying to create. Because the thing is, is so many of us, like if we're trying to do something new, we think, oh, we got to work hard at it. We got to earn it. We got to do this and this and this. And yes, there's a little bit of that, but truly and honestly, our soul calling what we're meant to do and share with the world as a gift is it's so natural for us. It should be so natural that it's not even difficult. It just comes in, like comes through our pores, but we, in, we have to be in the core and the truth and alignment of who we really are. And that means going back to your heart, your body, your truth, understanding why you're doing it all the time, each and every day, every moment and create a practice around that. So that's why journaling is brought up. That's why breath work. That's why these different modalities are brought up because they bring you back to your body and your truth and your awareness and get you out of your mental. So it's, it feels like it's a cop out to say, go dance or <laughs> go be creative. But actually that's what gets you into the flow of who you really are and what is actually driving you in the first place. Exactly. It really is. And there's so much of it because we get distracted or we're not present. And you mm. mentioned um, the two aspects of like feeling out of control and overwhelmed or white knuckling and pushing through when the third approach could be, this is what I like to do. And when you say, you know, we think it can be hard. This is hard for some people if we're not used to it. Like if we don't know how to do this, it's hard, but it's a hard and different way. And the approach is to sit and be with it, like be with it, feel it, breathe through whatever is coming up, especially if you don't even understand it or know it. Like I feel the energy. I'm like, where is this coming from? What is this? But you breathe through it and you process it. You give yourself love and you give yourself grace and you let it flow through. And I remember your IG story and it's like, you're like, I'm crying in the tears. And yes, girl, like so important to let it come through because that could be ancient. You are healing and clearing for your family. And I saw like your childhood um, when you were talking at the beginning, I saw, you know, the energy, like this, um, frequency that looks like a layer, or if you're going to put on a, a sheet or a shawl or something of energy that was a part of the family and it just got placed over you. And then you're like brought up in that. And so it was multiple parts because it was your experience, but it was also your ancestors experience. So you're left here healing and clearing your own parts of this, your perspectives, what did it affect it have on your spiritual psyche? And then also the DNA and the lineage and the family and resetting and breaking apart. And I'm going to say like, they're saying tearing down and I'm seeing um, just pulling apart this energy so that it doesn't go forward. You know, it's like, it ends here. Like you're not going to be birthing that into the future. It's going to stop and it won't go forward. And that's when some of that really beautiful magic happens because what happens is then it starts to transmute through time and that frequency clears through time. And it allows our ancestors to feel relief and it allows their spirit and soul when they come back into an other lifetime, that that shimmer, that program that's like sparkling or humming or fading or whatever it is, it's like around them isn't there anymore. It's like, yeah, wow. So they can start afresh and new too. So it goes through all dimensions. It's just amazing. Um, and I think that you're probably feeling that like the effects of it, the enormity of it, the emotion of it, because of who you are, 
you're, you know, you're psychic in tune, you know, it's like, this is who we are. It's what we do. We feel more than just our experience. And so how do we work with that? Or how do we proceed? How do we function? And it is those moments, like if I can go dance and if I can paint and if I can, you know, go swimming or hiking, it just lets me let the energy process through without overthinking any of it. And you're in the moment and you're doing the work and it's work, but it becomes a bit graceful, like more with ease and flowing in the flow, girl, <laughs> just in the flow. Yeah. And that's so, and that was so beautiful. And I resonated with so much of what you said and hopefully other people can as well is that, you know, what's interesting is when I'm, when you are in that space where it's like white knuckling or, or not, or walking away, but you talked about that middle ground of just experiencing it, which is something I don't think most of the population knows how to do because it was never exhibited, nor was it okay. Um, either from outside sources or within ourselves, it didn't feel safe. It didn't feel good to feel it. And when I I'm seeing myself sitting there, just feeling it, it's like, you feel like you want to go crazy in a way Mm -hmm. because it's so overwhelming. If you don't move the energy in some way, if you don't actually cry, if you don't dance, if you don't move your body, if you don't move the energy, but in a way in which you're still experiencing it and not like just neglecting it or completely dissociating from it. And so that is very hard. You're so right. When it's not something that you're used to, it's a new skill that has to be learned and, you know, and then put into like new pathways in our brain and our energy. And so we don't always just go to the skipping over part. And what's so beautiful about healing of ancestry is it's, it's healing for them as well. Like you said, it, it, it heals since all everything is kind of happening at the same time, which we don't experience here when we're in this frequency of the of 3d energy, but they're doing their healing work and we're doing our healing work. And I think for so long, I really was like, I don't want to connect in with ancestors. Um, just because it just didn't, I didn't know how to feel about them. Like, you know, I knew that there was a lot of pain and trauma and so much of my history, just like other, you know, other people. Um, but my father is from a war-torn country and there was, uh, you know, a very strict religion and same thing um, on my mom's side. And so there's, and there's that, it's true for everybody's generations. I mean, this is the first time I feel like, People are probably able to even do this, right? Like it wasn't even an option. Was it like, nobody was thinking that this is an option to sit here and express ourselves and feel into who we are. Like maybe our ancestors have been waiting for us as well. Like we, they've been waiting for us to get to this point because this is the healing for them because this is the first time it was really even available or the energy was primed that we could clear and heal this. And so that's something that I've had to start shifting my thought around my ancestors as being something I want to not associate with versus looking at them and not maybe saying what they did is right or wrong. Like no, removing the judgment that maybe I had around them and saying, thank you to them, seeing the lineage of ancestors behind us and saying, thank you for bringing, because everyone had to, you know, come to that point for me to be here. And so that's so beautiful. Um, and really calling in that energy and that love and that release, but was really cool. Amy is that 
I don't know if you can understand this or uh, people listening can understand this, but even when I'm like, when I was having that moment, I was crying. I was like, so happy though. I was like, so happy. I felt like my life is great. And I'm not even like, oh, I, you know, it was like a rainbow happening in a, in a storm. Like I could, I was still feeling so blessed and I felt so blessed to be able to cry and release those emotions. Um, while experiencing them. And I think that that's like the new, new energy. It's like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. that, it's that middle ground. That's so important. Yeah. Yeah. And it's being able, or I don't know how I want to word it, but it's permission. Like, I don't know who's yeah. giving us permission. Is it ourselves? Is it the energy? Is it our ancestors? Is it God? Like, but it's having the permission to be able to do that where I felt they could not in the past. And you're so true. I got chills up and down when you were talking about, you know, tuning in with them and, and that maybe they never had the opportunity. Maybe that didn't happen. And as you said that and spoke further at the chills just got stronger and stronger and stronger. And it's like, you know, yeah, how would we have proceeded and lived in life? Had we been in those same circumstances and situations you know, I'm sure life is hard and they were doing the best they can. And so it's like, okay, all of that, whatever we want to call it, chaos or strict religious energy. You know, I grew up strict religion too, like all of that, whatever it might be, that grief, the weight, it's like, it's just heavy, you know, yeah. they, they, they were carrying it. They were pushing through, they were treading through and here we are now. And everything on earth is different. I think the internet, social media, everybody coming together, actually understanding that, okay, maybe people in my immediate vicinity don't talk about these spiritual truths or practices, or I can't really relate to like my neighbor, (laughs) you know, or (laughs) you know what I'm saying? But, oh my gosh, I found somebody. This is a real thing. I'm not crazy. Oh my gosh. These dreams are real. Like past lives are, you know, important all of that is now coming to light. And the more that we, I I feel like this openness, like we step into it, we're open to it. We're, we're curious. We just have this wonderment about it. It lets it be heard, felt, seen and breathe. And then when we open up, we can breathe, we can let go, you know, we can just let it all start to pour out of us or float away, however it needs to be. Um, And that's what I feel like is happening now. There's a deep, deep, deep release. And yeah. if we ignore it and we try and stay busy or we clench up, we write, you know, like we white knuckle it and we think we have to fight this. That's the exact opposite <laughs> of how yeah. to work with this energy. Breathe, be present. Like you're saying journal and toning, like they're showing me toning, singing, toning, let it move. You gotta move. <laughs> you gotta move, yeah. man. You gotta let it go. <laughs> you know, we hear that we hear like toning. And I, I know for me, because uh, compared to how long you've been doing this, this is newer for me being, um, you know, doing this work um, professionally for around five years or so. But when I heard toning, I was like, yeah, great. That's nice. The same thing I thought about <laughs> crystals. Like, I was like, that's just some BS. Like, that might, I really did. And it wasn't until recently where I actually had to because I was like, oh, I can't, I feel so overwhelmed. I need to move. I have this energy moving through me. And I just started doing a single tone mm-hmm. and I was rhythmically hitting my body. And it's like, I didn't even know 
that that would have created so much peace for me. And also I felt strong when I did it. It was like, I was going into like some sort of wisdom, some ancient part of me that knows how to do that, but I never allowed it because it was silly and it was, it was just ridiculous and it's moon water and it's quant. It's like, Oh, okay. okay. You know, all this stuff (laughs) that I'm like, that's cute. You know, but like I'm dealing with real stuff, but when you actually do it, when you actually go, okay, let me try this and see how this works and just allow myself to feel silly for a moment and maybe shake my body a little bit. You get to see that when you do these things and you bring yourself into the present moment, then, then you actually do start to feel better. And who cares? Like I heard placebo effect, like who cares if it's the placebo effect or not? Everything is the placebo effect. Everything we're believing is going to make us feel better. Whether that's the food that we put in our body, whether that's the TV, whether you, the drugs that people do, whether it's the connections that you make, you're believing that you want, this will make me feel better. And so you have to try something different that might make you feel better. And you have to see how does that make me feel? And then like move on with it. And I think so often we think I'll tone once or I'll have this energy clearing once and I'll be good, but it doesn't work like that. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a sad reality. I I was like, okay, like I had this happen. I had this amazing experience. My life should be changed. And it was, but it was changed and it required me to continue to change. And so I was so desperate myself. You were speaking about like this being a time where people are opening up and like needing to be held in a space where it's safe to do that. And so, you know, I was so desperate as well. And there's so many people who feel like that, like they're so desperate for relief. Like we feel like what will make me feel good again or whole again? And when did I ever feel that in my life? And so- it's such a process of being it's first coming into the present moment, which is hard. I don't know if you've actually paid attention. I'm sure you have, but if people are at home, if you actually try to pay attention and be aware of where you are at different points in the day, you will find that you are very, very, very rarely in the present moment. You are almost always in the future or in the past. You're living in the pain and trauma of what happened in the past and the story, or you're living in the anxiety and fear of the future. And it's so hard. Like they say, it's so hard to create from there because you're either in your story or your fear. It's either in your lack or you're in, or you're in our pain. And so being in the present is the only time where you can actually really alchemize and transmute that pain that you're experiencing or that emotion you're experiencing. Cause it's asking to be seen mm-hmm. and actually create a change in your life. And so that's where those practices come in. It's not that people tell you to tone just to be silly and give you a a prescription of a pill and say, go away. This should make you feel better. These prescriptions are given because they bring you into the present moment. So whatever brings you into the present moment to what you're currently experiencing, what you're currently feeling is your medicine and your medicine might change day to day. It may change minute to minute, but you got to be able to take the medicine that is good for you. And that could be moving your body. It could be laughing, bring yourself here into the present awareness so that when that emotion of like, even when I was experiencing that sadness, just releasing, you're able to be present and not shoo it away because until it releases, like I've always noticed Amy, 
is that every time I've had one of these moments where I'm crying for no reason, but feel blessed all at the same time, yeah. some, I always have something about to happen. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. girl, clear it. Yeah. You have to get ready. You have to make space for it. And your soul knows your energy knows we're feeling it. Come on. You were sharing about all of this. And what I heard was it's about trusting and having faith that it's okay to be present in the moment and not have to worry about the future. Like that's one of my thing. Cause I'm, I'm a planner and I think about things. And if I get down to like really the depths of it, why? And it's yeah. conditioning because I'm like, I need a plan for survival. Am I going to have, you know, everything I need for tomorrow. Right. And it's like, well, can't you just experience and sit and rest in the fact that what you created yesterday for today is here now and actually like enjoy the now moment and be present in the now moment. And it's, uh, um, also saw earlier, like the layer, like they say the onion, but when you were talking, it, it was like a flower, like each little petal opening. And we think, oh, this feels so good. I opened one petal and everything that was underneath of that cleared out. Yay. I'm a new person. And you are, <laughs> yes. but there's all the other stuff like still underneath and um, they're just saying it's about responsibility and accountability to our own sovereignty, to our own health. Nobody's going to fix us. We have to be the ones to show up for ourselves, And that's how we step into our spiritual mastery and how we start to feel strong and confident. And like, I've got this, I'm supported. I can do this. There's people I can talk to. Um, and when you see and you feel it working, that alchemy happening, it literally, it is magical. Like it is so magical. But it starts with being able to show up in that moment and breathe through it and, and sit with the uncomfortable energy, sit with the unknowings, the what ifs, you know, and, and just be for a moment with spirit, just be with your soul for a moment. And the breathing, the breath work, the toning helps to clear and help the energy release. But what I also was getting, and I wanted to ask you, did you ever sing as a child? Like, I would make up songs and I would just sing all the time. And they were showing me how that's like your soul song energy. So not only are you clearing, but after, you know, depending, cause every stage is different, but after I would tone to release, then I'll have these days where I also have energy flowing through my vocal cords, but it's like a reminder of who I am or this memory of home or and I don't even know like what the words were, but it was the energy that brought me peace. And so I feel like that's the equilibrium, like trying to find that space of trusting. And it's like trusting in myself that I yeah. can, I can be here. I am safe. I can show up for myself in a new way. Even if my, I wasn't brought up that way or the world around me doesn't work that way. I'm doing what I know works for me. And if it is placebo effect or not, it doesn't matter because it's working. <laughs> Everything's a placebo. <laughs> Everything is, a, is a reality that we're all creating. But yeah, it, I remember as a child, I really, my memory of being in that state, like what you're talking about singing mm -hmm. was laying on my bedroom floor and just looking up at the ceiling. Like those are my moments where I remember just in a daydream, like just I don't know. It was magical. I, so when I want to get back in touch with my inner child, I lay on my, my bedroom floor now. And I just like, let the fan go and I don't have anything going and I'm just humming a little bit. Then I'll flip over on my belly and then onto my back. It's just completely just laying there in my own space and in my own world. And just a, like 
feeling and moving and might move a little bit and then draw a little bit. It's just that freedom of there's like no expectation. And I'm just purely open awareness um, yeah. is how I get back to that, like that feeling of uh, childlike energy. And so yeah. sometimes it's hard to just lay there. I'm like, okay, lay and be quiet, Layla. But I eventually <laughs> yes. get back there. <laughs> I know it's so, it's like so magic because that's when I had those memories and, you know, I would do similar things. It was in my childhood when I had not many responsibilities and it's yeah. like, okay, Amy, just take a moment. Like you've already done all your to-dos, like you've already done your chores now enjoy the day or enjoy the week. So I think setting aside that care is so important that just that time to have nothing on our schedule is so important. And I'm trying to get back to that actually. So I think I'm doing a good job, <laughs> but I am being more intentional with it when, when I have that time, like, okay, let's not think about all the other stuff. Let's just be present and what's showing up, what's coming up from within, you know, what energy is coming through? Like, how do I feel today? Are we good? <laughs> is there nice. anything here? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's the biggest thing for self-love. People ask about self-love and I think we're always learning new ways to love ourselves so that we can love other people genuinely and authentically, not a, a place of need or want. Mm -hmm. And I think that checking in with ourselves and just saying, okay, how are you right now? And also like, I think what is one thing that lights my soul up today? Like what is one thing that I can do that nourishes me, that is aligned to like who I am and what I want to uh, um, achieve and be in the future. And then what's one thing that really just nourishes me and like do it and see how you feel after. Because I just think that we neglect ourselves because we feel like we haven't earned it. And so then we're always earning because just like you said, you know, um, like maybe living in that perpetual fear of like, I got to complete or I got to do and um, not just being present in that very moment in time. It's there's always, there was then always new levels of I got to complete and do. It's like, you're never done. And so it's like, gosh, like I wanted to be where I am right now. I wouldn't imagine me being here five years ago, but it, it, is it enough? Because then you always want more. And so it's like, I feel like the only way you can really do that is just being present. Like you said, and like, mm -hmm. how, how, how is Layla? Or how's Amy? Or how's, how is everyone else right now asking yeah. themselves that? Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Yeah. Well, I've oh. loved this conversation. It's been so beautiful. And I just hope to keep having these conversations with you and with everyone else. Um, this has been really fun. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I so agree. I'm so happy that we are recording our conversations now to share with everybody because so many spiritual truths and words of wisdom and these little gems of magic come through. So, Hey girl, next time <laughs> either of us feel the vibe, let's pop on another call. And, um, thank you everybody for being here with us as we're in the flow and just letting it <laughs> yeah, pour through. Hi, this is Amy. 
and this is Layla, and we are so excited to bring to you guys this cool new opportunity for our course. So if you are interested in developing your psychic abilities, if you've heard the term clairvoyance, clairsentience, and you kind of understand what it means, but you're a little confused of how it actually shows up and then how to actually work with it, well, me and Amy have created this online live course starting September 20th that's going to help guide and lead you through your psychic gifts so that all of the confusion and wondering if you're doing it right can be settled and any questions you have, you're going to be able to work on them live with Amy and me and with the other students. We're going to include practice time. So it's a wonderful opportunity to deep dive into your psychic abilities. Yes. And this will support you for your own intuitive conversations with spirit. It will support you if you're working or want to work in this field of sharing messages with others. And also like for myself, it just helps me to feel a sense of safety and peace to understand what's happening with the clear senses when I'm getting a message How is that coming through? We're really excited to share this opportunity with you. We're here as two seasoned psychic intuitives. So if you're interested in more information, or if you're ready to just sign up today, (laughs) hit the link in the bio. We're so excited and we can't wait to meet you. 